Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Women Watch Wrestling. your girl just love and i'm here with miss Bree and lady J, and we're back with another episode hey hey ain't gonna lie when i um i be jamming during the theme song <laughs> me too that's why i put it put it on mute i put it on mute and i'll be like hey hey i'll be yeah. rocking over here in the background like well just don't bump into the mic because it'd be like boom Hey, well, of course we don't have ratings for uh, pay-per-view right now because ain't no pay-per-view really happened. Even though, when is All In, by the way, sidebar, BT Dub? (laughs) I don't know. Mm. Uh, So somebody look that up. But there's a lot going on in wrestling on all platforms that we need to discuss. And it's just... (sighs) Yeah, let's just get into it because I don't I don't really know how to introduce this show because we just talk we got a lot to talk about we just got a lot to say and a lot to talk about so first let's talk about since I was asking about the AEW uh, pay per view coming up let's talk about the AEW Women's Tag Team Cup that is it's interesting yeah, it I, there's things about it I like and things about it that I don't. Yeah, like one, how you gonna rent how you gonna how it's gonna be a deadly draw and half the people that got their partner already had that partner. <laughs> I don't know. Like um, most of the people that won most of the people that won was already together or already had some form of chemistry beforehand. Like you got the Swole sisters, the nightmare sisters. Well, the nightmare the, um, sisters. She she cheated, not Brandy, but the other girl cheated and um looked in the hat, I guess, and pulled the same color. Yeah, that was. I mean, yeah, that was pretty whack. I mean, I mean, that's whack. But at the same time, did the Swole sisters do the same? I don't know. I don't think you know, they did. Bi- I don't know. You got big Swole and little Swole love. I <laughs> and by the way, no, no. if you want to, if you want to view these things, ladies and gentlemen, go to YouTube. It's on YouTube, just like AEW that's how Dark. I watch, it. watch it on YouTube. It's a YouTube series. Yes, that's uh, that's how I watch it. But speaking of that, I do feel some type of way that this tag tournament is on YouTube and not on the main show like not on dynamite because i don't know it makes me feel like you hide in the ladies why are you hiding the why are you hiding these matches you know what i'm saying they had some of the matches um, on dynamite both of the uh first night 
qualifiers or whatever, the four matches that happened night one and night two were both on YouTube. Um, they oh, even yeah, announced that the, the tournament was going to be on YouTube. So I, mean, I don't know if they're going to put like the finale of, of the finals on Dynamite or All In, but I'm a tad disappointed that <laughs> they couldn't put four matches on the show. You feel me? Yeah. I get I mean, it. I mean, I, I get it, but the only reason why I don't feel too much about it, well... Yeah, I understand what you're saying. So I'm not going to downplay that um, because your point was very valid. I just think that um, if if they didn't have AEW Dark on YouTube, I would really feel some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can I put it? A tournament of that magnitude should be on Dynamite consistently, but... I don't feel too, too bad because some of the matches were on Dynamite and um, they advertise their brand like they're building their brand on YouTube. Like that's like something like the Mixed Match Challenge. Mixed Match Challenge. That was on Facebook, right? For WWE. Yeah, that was Facebook. Yeah, I feel like that's that's they're building their brand as well. But that's important. Though, so I understand your point, but that's my point is the reason why I don't feel too bad because they they're building their brand, you know. I don't know, but I get it. Okay, <laughs> I get what you mean. Like, uh, it's not like they don't have real stuff on YouTube that they don't put on the show. Like, it's not like they don't have guy stuff that they put on YouTube that's not on the show on dynamite or whatever like that they they have some of the main stars yeah, wrestling on YouTube, on youtube too yeah, yeah. so, so i like, understand and, that i understand and, that and um, what's your uh question all out is september 5th turn up oh that's labor day weekend mm. <laughs> totally noted totally noted um but yeah so Night one and night two have already done have already gone by. That was the first round of this tournament. And the winners were the Swole Sisters, uh, the Nightmare Sisters, uh, Ivelisse and Diamante, who remind me of like the, the female uh Ortiz, uh what's the name? Ortiz Santana oh, Ortiz. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> You talking that, about Diamante? Like the female Santana Ortiz. Oh, yeah, okay. Eva Lee's and Diamante. Yeah. Uh, the last one is an Anna J and Tay Conti. And Anna J is a member or associated with or hanging out with the Dark Order who mm-hmm. escorted her to the ring. Mm-hmm. So I, wanna, I wonder how that's going to play out. That's pretty cool. I really. I I really want. Do y'all have anybody that y'all would like to win this tournament? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm just. I don't have a particular. But if I was to choose, it'd be the Swole Sisters. Cause I mean, I like Big Swole. I need. Yeah. I, I like Big Swole a lot. You know, and the fact that she's Cedric Alexander's wife. You know, 
that's pretty cool. I like her story. I like her. So, I mean, yeah. Bit swole and little swole. I, uh... <laughs> It's it's either between the Swole Sisters or Evelise and Diamante because they scare me. <laughs> My whole thing they, is if they let oh go ahead I'm sorry go ahead. I know I was just gonna say they look they look evil they look ruthless they they one of them people that oh I'm winning by any means necessary like <laughs> so I don't know. I just hope they don't let Brandy Rose win. Because if they let Brandy Rose Man. win, it's gonna look real stupid. That will be a bad look. Number one, Brandy Rose is not that good of a wrestler. She needs to develop more. She does not deserve a belt. Now on the executive side, of course she's awesome, but her husband already has the TNT championship as well as an executive position. And most of the people who have executive positions have belts. I ain't trying to be funny, but I mean, yeah, the elite, they have the belt. That's the name of their group. They click and it's all elite wrestling. So they better not do that. The only one I think that doesn't, it's not in the click is John Moxley. So it's like, mm. <laughs> well, well, um, Cairo Sheeta, She's the um, women's champion, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, she's not in the clique. But Brandy Rose does not deserve a belt. And if they do that, it's going to look real jokey. And uh, even though I love AEW, you know, I can be a critic. And I feel like that would look real WWE-ish. We can't do that. So long as it's not her, I'm good. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, yeah. Next thing, since we're on AEW, we want to talk about, and since we're talking about champions, <laughs> we might as well talk about Le Champion and versus Orange Cassidy, which I'm super excited. I just, I love Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I showed Miss Bree the debate between Chris Jericho and um, Orange Cassidy. And Chris Jericho is really getting Orange Cassidy over because, like he said, you scheduling a debate with someone who doesn't talk. But right. then when he answered the question about global warming and, and ozone layer or whatever, I mean, Orange Cassidy just ripped it. And, or, and, and Chris Jericho kind of sold that moment because he was looking dumbfounded with his mouth open, like, whoa, like, so I I commend Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho, really Chris Jericho, because he's getting Orange Cassidy over. He's getting him that attention. And Orange Cassidy is jokey because he wrestles with his hand in his pocket. He, what is called sloth style wrestling. <laughs> so he's real lazy. He's real lazy. Yeah. yeah, but people love Orange Cassidy. He is awesome. I know, but the old school critics, like, I listened to, like, Jim Cornette. He could not stand Orange Cassidy. He feels like, you know, Orange Cassidy makes him throw up in his mouth. You know, he's just that I harsh mean, on it. But I love Orange I Cassidy. Get and I then, mean, I get it. He's like a, he's he's like what you call a, a joke to the craft or whatever. 
And that's what Chris but Jericho said time, because that's what people say. But when he's serious, he's serious. Yeah. Right. And at the same time, that's his persona. I've seen more jokier personas than that. Here's my thing. Orange Cassidy, he fights when he fights. Like, he has his swap style fighting, but when he really in that thing, he fighting. And he wouldn't win matches if he didn't. <laughs> but, it, I mean, he just chose this persona. It was just like, I'm going to play it to the fullest. So you can't get mad at him. Can't get mad I'm at not him. mad, but I'm just telling you what people I'm saying. Not, I'm not saying you as in You know, because I got a Prince's shirt. You know I got a freshly squeezed shirt. Right. I'm not talking about you, Lady J. I'm talking about the critics out there of Orange Cassidy. I'm sorry I got offended, you know? I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. (laughs) I know you like your orange juice, girl. I know you like your orange juice. Vitamin C. Vitamin C is real. Girl. But yes. I understand. I, I like... I like what they're doing with it though, because even the debate, you had Eric Bischoff show up and Eric Bischoff right. haven't been on TNT in like 20, 25 years with WCW. Right. So I'm just like, whoa, like, whoa, that's crazy. Just a lot of stuff. Then they got Mike Kyoto, who um was a WWE ref for so long. He was the guest ref in the Orange Cassidy and um Chris Jericho match and Chris Jericho he tried to use his back and he tried to tell Mike Kyoto to turn around and he did and then he turned back around and grabbed the back like no nah, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna call this in down the middle you know what I'm saying like it was just it was just a lot of stuff that was done with this match and yes Orange Cassidy won and you know it, it was you know it was one of them little BS roll ups you know but at the same time, the first match he lost because Chris Jericho people cheated. Like, they interfered. It made him lose. So, it's just like, okay. now you got to, you know. what? What's the name of Chris Jericho um, group? Oh, Lord. Um, I, is, uh, we um, talking about the sensual, <laughs> the sensual chocolate name? Whatever it's called. Uh-uh, um, no. Nah, Los States Gods is him and uh, Sammy. uh <laughs> Sammy Guevara. Oh, you yeah, talking I'm, about I, like the the ones that went against the elite? The whole group. I forgot their name. Yeah, I forgot their name. I think about. It. I'll Google it later. We are the inner circle, baby. But yeah, this is a good. This was a good match and opportunity for Orange Cassidy because I mean, Chris Jericho didn't lose any, you know, fans because he lost. Like, right. no, he didn't. So this was a win-win, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was binge-watching YouTube, and I saw the episode of A Shot of Brandy with Orange Cassidy on it. It How made me like him more. <laughs> it Did he was talk? Cool. It was, yeah, he talked. He talked He talked quite a bit. Um, He didn't really help cooking, but he talked. Uh, and it was interesting. She uh, she asked questions about I think him and Chris Jericho. He just <laughs> he was I, he was himself in real life. He was not Orange Cassidy, if you will. 
And then the uh, the interesting thing about a shot of brandy is they're pretty much drinking the whole show. Um, it's like it's only like ten minutes, but they have to down the drink towards the end of the show. So yeah. Oh, by the way, brandy can take it. Like <laughs> she definitely beat everybody, almost everybody that I saw um, down in the drink at the end of the show. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> so that was interesting, but yeah, I I just had a YouTube binge watching weekend. That's how I watched the tag team cup tournament. That's how I watched the shot of brandy. Um, I watched a couple of behind the scenes stuff. Uh, oh, come to find out, sidebar, another married couple. But that crosses the AEW WWE line is Ooh. I'm sure I don't know if y'all know, but Sean Spear and Peyton Royce are married. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I stumbled upon her YouTube channel, and, <laughs> and that was that was an interesting dynamic. So yeah. All right. Next thing, uh, are we done with AEW? Um, I just throw one more thing in about AEW. Um, they're doing a lot of tag team appreciation stuff, so I feel like that's cool. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, shout out to that. I just, I, I wish if they was gonna do like a deadly draw, random selection or whatever, it would have been actual random selection, and not uh some plan, some not. They had a tag team um um uh, appreciation day on Dynamite and um a couple old school teams came up. Um pretty cool. I just, you know, and we we usually when we compare, we usually talk about how WWE doesn't really build the tag team division. Thank especially you. with the women. You know, I like what's going on on that end with that. But that's all I have. Okay. NST Takeover is coming up this NST Takeover 30. They have gotten the dudes that will be in the um in the ladder match for the North American Championship. Damian Priest, Bronson Reed, and Cameron Grimes are gonna be the three dudes in the tag in the title match for the North American Championship. It's the ladder match. Dexter Loomis also won a spot, but because he got hurt in the triple threat match that he was in, he will not be competing. Sad face. Mm. Sad face. Right. So Dexter Loomis is another wrestler that does not talk, um, which is quite interesting to me. He just stares at people and just pops in from behind them or whatever. Uh, it's really weird, but I was very happy to see he won and I'm very sad to see that he is hurt and cannot compete. Um, Hashtag sad face. <laughs> um, uh, Keith Lee will be defending his championship, hopefully against uh, Karrion Cross. I didn't watch I don't think I watched the last episode. I watched the episode before that. Because Karrion Cross been wrecking through people to get to this championship match. He is not feeling this whole you have to 
try, you know, you have to um, earn your spot to be the number one contender. He ain't hearing it. He ain't feeling it. <laughs> earn what? No. <laughs> so I'm interested to see how this is going to play out because carrying across is ruthless. And I hope this is not how Keith Lee loses his belt. And at the same time, I, I don't know how I feel about Karrion Cross losing the momentum that he has um, this early. So I um, thank you for that. Yeah, that is a small NXT note. Jumping from NXT, uh, Raw has a few things going on. First of all, we have seen the coming of Raw Underground, uh, the brainchild yeah. of Shane McMahon. I I can dig it. I can dig it. There's some things that I don't like about it. There's some things I would change about it. But all in all, I can dig it. What y'all think? Um, I think it was a creative idea. I'm not going to lie. Um, It was something different to not just fill the time, but to draw ratings, which is something that, uh, you know, me and Lady J probably need to talk about from the podcast we listen to about the ratings yes. for SmackDown and Raw. Like, Raw in the last couple of years has been doing, you know, going downhill compared to SmackDown and they're trying to come up with ways to get those ratings up. And you can see that this is kind of one of those brain children to try to boost where they have been lacking because in the last, what, three or four years, they went down almost what a million views like and SmackDown is doing way better and they're trying to come up with the, uh, these ideas. And this underground idea is is it's pretty good. Um, but I do agree there are probably some tweaks that can be made to it. But I don't think it was a bad try. I think it was something very creative. I think it was something very different for Raw itself um, to try. And I think it brought just a little bit, little little spark back um, that was kind of missing for a little while. So... We can just kind of see how this plays out. Um, but Raw definitely, they definitely had to start pulling some rabbits out of some hats because it's been rapidly, rapidly decreasing in ratings year by year. And then with Corona happening, even with with their ratings are so far for 2020, like SmackDown is at 2.2. And Raw is at what, 1.7, 1.6 million? Like, come on, Raw is the A show. What's going on? So... I think um, with this, with Shaman Man is really trying. Um, I was kind of shocked to see him speaking that, you know, he's technically fired, but I guess because it's raw underground, <laughs> you know, they was like, uh, I guess people forgot about it by now, but I didn't forget. You know, Kevin Owens won. He's fired. He's fired <laughs> as a wrestler. He's not wrestling. Mm. I thought I didn't. I thought it was all in general, but you know, don't quote me on that. We'll go look it up. <laughs> you can't fire a McMahon. We've said this. You cannot fire. I know we can't, you can't fire it's a McMahon of, from WWE. It's just the thought of how we had not seen him, and then okay, he comes back, but he came back the right way because he can't show up like just on Raw. Just you know, he 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 brought his segment, his own segment, um, which is pretty much what the last hour of Raw now, um. Uh, not quite. No, I wish it was. That's that's my that's my critique. 
It needs to be either a separate show or the whole last hour raw. Like, just well, I don't see it being shit. a separate show at this point because uh-uh. I mean we just lost two hundred five live. Come on, so <laughs> I don't well, know. Uh-uh. Two hundred five no live still. Uh, come on, it's just it, it on. WWE, yeah, it's on WWE Network. Oh, um, no, uh, Raw Underground don't need his own I think, show. I think well, it's, it's, I it's for three hours. It's a three-hour show now. Think about it. No, 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 Raw no. is a three-hour show. Well, I'm saying, think. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I'm saying. Raw is a three-hour show. Without Raw Underground, it will be drawn out more, drawn out storylines, more um, repetitive. <laughs> And and, yeah. and now Raw Underground gives you that placeholder, like boom, here goes some more, here goes some more. Like I like the, the way they're placing either. Because well, if it's the law, let's just say it's the last, let's just say it's the last hour, like you say, right? Okay, well, what if the ratings go up just for that last hour? Why not keep you know people interested in what's going on, you know, throughout the show? They don't so, start it till ten anyway. I thought it was nine. I Wait, thought what? it didn't start until ten. Talk about raw underground. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's it was why nine. I said I think it's the last hour because ain't nothing happened at the raw underground last episode. It was just raw underground. But you said yeah. I don't recall. I don't recall it going back to regular raw after raw underground. I think it is like the last hour. Now we can go back and check, uh, but so then we can critique no, that for the next. But I think they it's still the have hour. regular. They still have regular matches in between the the scenes of Raw un- Underground. Well, like, last even week they did. It's just the hour. It was. I think it was just broken up, or they just did like the last thirty minutes because wait. I recall Raw, from like ten fifteen. It may have not started at ten o'clock, but I remember from like maybe ten fifteen ish. Like I remember they said a time. Yeah. Um, such such such. I gotta think it about it. O'clock. I gotta go back. Remember, because we watched it I together. It was nine. It wasn't nine. I could have swore it was nine. It wasn't nine. It was ten. Because remember, me and you watched it together. Oh, you know what? Because my last text message was at nine fifty-seven. Then we I both passed did. out. And then we woke up. Raw yeah. Underground was still yeah. on the TV, going off. <laughs> so now, when you woke yeah. up, I woke up after. Well, Raw. when I woke up, it was still on Raw Underground. So I think it's the whole last hour now. But. I mean, we. I th- but I know the first episode they did segments. Yeah, the first episode they introduced that too. So and where the hell uh, was the hurt business there? And where's no, the hurt No, they business? weren't there last week. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. I don't. I didn't want to say anything about that because we all know Hulu don't show the whole thing. So I was, I thought maybe that was something that just wasn't on. Oh, what I they watched. didn't show up. Oh, okay, because I watched it on USA. Um, the app. Uh, uh-uh. uh. They ain't show up. Yeah, we we gonna have to look up the whole raw underground thing. But I I do feel like it needs to be. And when I say it needs to be its own show, I that's what I mean. I mean like raw be two hours and then raw underground be from ten on. It'll be like the oh yeah. It'll be like the the dark version or the uh the. TV seventeen version <laughs> of Raw. I don't know. Um, I don't. I feel like if they're gonna, I also feel like if they're gonna do it, they need to. I don't want to see the same people that's gonna be on the main show on Underground. 
Like, I like seeing, I like seeing them, you know, I understand what they're doing to be, you know, to get it out there, be the, you know, get it, get it some hype or whatever. But I want to see some new faces. I want to see some new people. If y'all going to do something like this, then don't, don't have me seeing the same faces. Cause then y'all might as well have did it. Like, <laughs> It, uh, it'll be pointed. I, I, ain't gonna lie I think it should be. Oh, go ahead. Like you know how we get the people that move up in the roster from NXT, or we get new people. I think Raw Underground is a good place to start. And like you know how we do like shake up, or you know like in January when those people start to shift from one show to another. Um, that's a good place to kind of start them and make their debuts. Now, like if this continues throughout the year. So what what's at the end of the year? Survivor Survivor Series is that that's what's at the end of the year, right? Um, uh, November, that's, uh, November. Yeah, so like around November, after, uh, TLC is in December. Because around, uh, around what TLC is normally when we start seeing those people that move up from the roster to come into the new year, those first set of people, and I think that's a like if once they critique how they want. Raw Underground to officially be informant, you know, get the clay formed of it correctly. I feel like that's a good starting point for those people to make those debuts because I think that's something that would have benefited this past year when we had like EC3 and we had all those people that just came from NXT and we was just like, okay, what are you doing? You're just sitting around. And if they were, if Raw Underground existed, this was a way for them to show their raw talent, you know what I'm saying? And what they're capable of but, coming into the main, you know, coming into Raw itself. Only I issue I find with that, only issue I find with that is what if they don't have the kind of talent for that type of wrestling? You get what I'm saying? That's not that's not wrestling entertainment. That is wrestling. And everybody don't have that kind of background or that kind of talent. You see how many women was out there when Shayna showed up? Like... <laughs> True. It wasn't that many to choose from. And I shout out to that. Shout right. out to Shayna Instagram see, with her endurance training. Did y'all see that video I sent y'all? No. I wanted so, I'ma be honest. I wanted Shayna to uh I wanted Shayna to fight fight a dude. So she does like impact and endurance training. And it's like, I don't know what the, the instrument or equipment is called, but it's like a ball, like a weighted ball on string. And she swings it towards her back and it hits her for like, so it builds her endurance on withstanding hits along with like arm and core. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> kudos to you, sister, because that was some serious. So that's something y'all should definitely check out. I sent the video earlier because I follow her on Instagram. And it's basically, and I think that's what it's in the description. Like she was training for Raw Underground or something, and that's a that's a beastly woman right there. <laughs> I was actually about to give her a shout out, so I'm glad y'all led to that conversation because yeah, shout out to her. She she could definitely be on Raw yeah, Underground. That that's definitely the type of woman that should be out there for sure. But she not gonna have enough women to fight. Only person I can see fighting her on Raw Underground is Rhea Ripley. But see, that's where it comes. <laughs> Everybody with else. Ronda, that's, what if Ronda Rousey try to go? I, I feel like her. that's a reason to bring her back. But I, this is where Raw is faced with a challenge. They have to start looking for 
certain types of talents for certain type of things because at sometimes when you look at some of the characters, they low-key be repetitive of already other characters. And that's why so many people don't last so long or they just kind of fade into the background because of their overlapping like similarities of other characters. But if they start particularly trying to find people to put on Raw Underground, that was that would one improve raw ratings because now we're seeing new people that are a little grit to them, little grit, you know, they're a little gritty and they they're not scared to get their hands dirty. Because well, I remember the first time when we first saw Shayna Baszler, we was like, man, look at this woman. Like, we all was like, this this lady got some hands and she, you know, she a little she more than tough. And to see them try to scout more people like that, just particularly for that, I think that would help improve. Especially um, ratings, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to get a belt for it. Then <laughs> it's gonna end up a belt. It might end up like I know a cup or something like some type not of. Too, I don't think it's gonna. Yeah, what I'm saying is not too many people finna do it. Not too many people of that caliber of wrestler is going to continuously do a show like Raw Underground with no reward in sight. If that makes sense, like bragging rights ain't gonna be enough for some people. Well, I mean, it's um, it's raw though. I'm pretty sure. I kind of want to. I want to see Shayna with a belt. I want to see her. That's why I wanted her to win the battle royale because I want to see her with a belt. And could, do y'all? Can y'all imagine if Oscar was the raw champion and Shayna was the SmackDown? Mm, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> Shayna on SmackDown? No, but the. The Battle Royale was a triple brand Battle Royale. So anybody from any brand could be on in the Battle Royale oh, to go against Bailey for the SmackDown Championship. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, if Shayna was the SmackDown Champion and Oscar was the Raw Champion, I don't, I just see them being some epic reigns. <laughs> championship runs i don't know but yeah i i will i'm interested to see how raw underground continues and see what kind of talent they bring to it because they do have some nxt people that would be great on raw underground now however they do have some nxt people that would not be great on raw underground so since I kind of jumped to Asuka, uh, she's cha- challenging for two <laughs> separate belts at SummerSlam. I'm going to kick it at y'all. <laughs> um, okay, so my opinion is I feel it's two ways. The first thing is I hope that they don't mess this up by letting her lose two times. Asuka does deserve this shine. She does deserve appreciation. Because I remember times where we recorded in the past and we complained about how they do Oscar. I really feel as if she deserves this. It's a good twist to the storyline. It's amazing. I just, I like it. I like what's going on. Do I feel she should have two belts? I don't know. I don't know. Because now they're killing me with the belts because, you know, Becky two belts. Now you got Bailey, and now you got Sasha with two belts. It's like, uh, like somebody else should have the belt. Ba- I don't know. Bailey dough straps and two banks, yeah. the two belts banks. <laughs> yeah, like it's too much. So what is it gonna be like? 
I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel you. With that, but I just hope they, I hope WWE creative knows that they are doing a good job with that, but we also know that they're not trustworthy. So we just have to see how it plays out. I think, well, personally, in my perfect world, we're going to say in my perfect world, because just like how you said, you know, WWE has misused Oscar several times. I'm going to have faith, you know, that this plays out correctly, okay? We just gonna, I'm gonna have the faith of the mustard seed, you know, hope it turns into a whole plan or whatnot. One, I was already upset, you know, that Sasha, Sasha got the belt from Oscar. I was just like, no, this is, this is, this is ticking me off because it started to seem like the same repetitive situation, not completely, but same thing that happened to Oscar last year. Like, and it's been going on for what, the last, what, two, three years? They'll just hype her up to seem like she's gonna, get to that end goal that everyone wants her to get to just to knock her all the way back down the stairs to start over. And this time I think, you know, Oscar need to be on top and she need to be on top for a while. And this will be a good way to like boost her even more and show the appreciation or show the show her worth for what is really worth. But like my disclaimer at the beginning, that's in my perfect world because we know that, you know, WWE creators, you know, sometimes they just know how to screw it up real bad. I already said that I kind of wished uh, Shayna would have won the Battle Royale. Because I want Asuka to get the raw belt back. And I want Shayna to hold it. Because <laughs> I want to see Shayna beat Bailey ass. But that's just, that didn't happen. Um, I would be interested to see if they make this into a triple threat. Uh, win and take all type match. Now, that would be pretty dope and then they both lose they build at the same exact time to the same person that way it's not two separate matches which fares worse on oscar versus having one triple threat um because uh, i, I want like to she yeah i want um because i don't want i i want her to win at least one belt but if she could just win both of them in one go like becky did then she won't have to listen to everybody like you get you you were handing your belt from Becky because she was pregnant blah 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 like whatever let's not forget who Oscar really is and this is how I feel but uh, we'll see if they do that one thing before we get off raw one thing I wanted to talk about was Seth versus Dominique Mysterio. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, man. let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> I forgot. I don't like this. this I forget. Okay, I just don't. I don't know if it's just me. I've been down for self, you know, self freaking Rollins, but this Monday Night Messiah is getting on my nerves. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me. If it's just me, but it's getting out of control, and it's just he just. I don't know. I don't. I it's- don't. I don't mind Seth being more of a heel character, but I just, maybe I don't like the way they're making him a heel character at this point. I think it's just spiraling out of control. But. I, um, I, I, it's hard for me to say I don't like Seth Rollins because even as a heel, he's he's pretty good at being yeah. this heel. I'm um, not saying that I don't like him. I'm saying I'm just not liking this particular this character. Yeah, no, like, I get you. I get yeah. you. I, I'm still, I still it's have trouble still saying self, that. But it's, it's I still troubling 
me now. This Monday Night Messiah is starting to trouble me <laughs> in a little bit. Well, it's, it's, been, it's been cringy to use Lady J's word. Yeah. <laughs> it's been real cringy uh, for a while now. But this is my thing. This is this is this is what's making me okay with this, <laughs> and I'm, this is gonna be just me being me and being in my own head because I don't know if this is happening for real. But I just envision them at the writing table, like him, Ray, uh, the WWE writers, whatever, uh, and and Vince. Vince could be there. Put. put so they just being like okay Ray it's time for Dominique to premiere but we finna lead up to this (laughs) we gonna have like you gonna hate me at the end of this like everybody's gonna hate me at the end of this but look this is for the greater good (laughs) the greater good (laughs) so yeah we gotta we're gonna uh it's gonna be like a revenge match. It's gonna be a summer stand, but we gotta get there. So I'm gonna poke your eye out. Now don't worry, don't worry. Uh it's gonna be fake. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fake. Um and then it's gonna be a lot of back and forth or whatever. Then oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna make an eye for an eye match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was bit. We're gonna we're gonna make an eye for an eye match. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be at the stream rules. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that and then uh and then it's just gonna lead up to uh uh we gotta have to make Ray lose this match so we can lead up to Dominant's big summer slam debut and <laughs> that's how this whole conversation happens so that's where we at now what happens after SummerSlam I don't know but this is just this is just what I'm thinking like <laughs> that's what's making me okay with this even though it is very cringy <laughs> I don't know man that attack the kendo stick attack I don't know how to feel Oh yeah, know. he was bruised I bad. He oh god, oh god, that like that was that terrible. Was tough. That was what? <laughs> yeah. What? But see, it's a good storyline. But is it fair? Is it really fair to other wrestlers who's really busting their behind to get to where they need to be? And he just come because he's a Mysterio and be like, yeah, he already had know. a front for I mean, storyline. But this is a good storyline and it makes sense. That's why a part of me is just like, it makes sense. And it, it's interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. I don't either. But I, I have to make myself okay with this because I have to watch it each week. And the, the Kendo stick was just like, damn. Well, I mean, he he getting them conditioned for this match that he not prepared for. Because... Um, I don't know. Has he ever really taken hits like that at all? And he's going into like a technically this is a no DQ match at SummerSlam. It is against the, um, Seth Rollins. So Seth said Seth said he's not using the um kendo stick. He's gonna let Dominic use it, and that's it. Okay, so it's he was a like, one that's, since that's no your DQ. little friend. That's your little buddy. Yes, yeah, since that's your little friend, I'll let you use that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I know, but it was still unclear if both parties could use the 
candlestick or if it was just going to be like a no DQ match or if it was going to be like a one-sided no DQ match. I don't know. That was still unclear to me. But if it's a one-sided no well, DQ said, match, I'll let you I hope. Prove it. I don't know because I got to look said, at his you can wording. Use, he also said you can use all the tools in the toolbox. So I'm not sure. That's another thing we need to look up. Oh, I did. Right. I, I I also looked up the raw underground thing. I just kind of went to Hulu while I was on mute. Um, and yeah, there was raw underground was segmented. There was matches in between because the match with Bailey versus Oscar was in between two segments of raw underground. See, that's what happens when we fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so moving on, do y'all did y'all see the stuff with retribution? What do y'all think that is? Like, let's really talk about this because I'm I'm so confused. I'm very perturbed, and I'm confused. I, I just need to know what this is and how how is this gonna move forward. The only thing I can think of is like a group of wrestlers from another show, and then even with that, like who the flying flip. <laughs> are they because i'm trying to like who's actually missing from any of the shows that could possibly be this group of people like you know what i'm saying what if it's the people that i was got thinking fired? that too i was so thinking that too but some of these people that got fired have already popped up like in aew you know what i'm saying so i'm like i don't know <laughs> i don't know we have a theory that it's some AE, uh it's some aew wrestlers <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it would be interesting. It, I would not doubt that at some point they have come together to create some type of cross-brand situation. And this is like, you know what I'm saying? This is, I don't well, see that happening. I don't, I don't see I don't that happening that. because right now, like with, with Vince, let's just say that we have our Women Watch Wrestling um, book signing. If AEW wrestlers are there, He's not going to let his WWE wrestlers go. Mm, touche. Well, I wasn't saying it like a long-term thing, more so leading to like an especially event, like, you know, one-time TV. I don't know. I'm just trying, I'm trying to, you know, make dots connect. I don't know really. <laughs> I can't fathom outside of, like you said, like maybe the people that got fired. That's really, I can't come up with too many options. Because the only other thing I could think about is like the wrestlers that we just don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? They haven't actually made debuts anywhere. And because, you know, we got all these wrestlers that's been on the sidelines because of Corona that's just been, you know, playing as the crowd. You know, what are these are people that are supposed to be debuting and they just come in wrecking stuff like, ah, we about to take over. You know, it's about to be our house now. You know, forget everybody else that's already here. But even, you know what I'm saying? You could come up with so many ideas, but to me, like, I just... I don't, there's not enough information. There's just a bunch of people in black that's coming tearing up WWE like every week. And it's just like, hey, just love. I have a question for you, just love. Um, has Retribution um showed up on NXT? Um, I haven't seen them, but uh NXT is only an hour on Hulu. And um, I don't I think I've seen any of the flinkering of the lights or anything. As an option, um, I definitely have thought about that because I'm not going to lie. One of them to me kind of looked like Velveteen Dream, but they covered in black. So you can't really tell. But his actions, like the way he was walking, he had did something. I can't remember whether it was on Raw SmackDown. I was like, maybe it's them from NXT. And I was like, that low key 
You got the statue of Velveteen Dream, but I couldn't. I don't know. I just really don't know. Uh, but my, are they gonna play this thing out all the way to like Survivor Series? Then, like, <laughs> what in the heck? I I'm just don't keep me guessing too long, cause then I'm just gonna be like, y'all just destroying property for um, right. but, y'all wasting money. <laughs> right, but y'all not it's really good. making as much right. of right you now. You ain't getting as money back. <laughs> not having people come to see see it live right now. So right, your audience <laughs> is not a paying audience. Why are y'all destroying property? <laughs> right, because they sure right, cut y'all. that ring up the other day, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> well, they've been um burning the um the uh what's it the not the breaker box the uh generators and stuff like that and i'm just like but that's a that's expensive like these ain't no small these ain't no small i'm just gonna plug in my phone and my tablet generators like (laughs) what are we doing here but i digress i don't really like seeing um money get get burnt up and destroyed so it, it it bothers me next let's get into this smackdown conversation First of all, first of all, uh, I don't even know where to start. Let's start with Mandy and Sonya. <laughs> Mandy and Sonya, uh, hair versus hair match. This is, I don't, I'm conflicted. That's how, that's what I'll say. I am thoroughly conflicted. So is this like the, is this like the, what you call it? Like whoever lose get their hair cut? Yeah, or I was trying to understand it when she said it. Like, I have no idea. Because she was like, you try to act like um, it doesn't matter to you, but let's see. You know, I was like, okay, what's really going on? But pause, while we talk about this scene, did anybody else question like why Mandy Rose's chest was so sweaty? Like <laughs> during that. Did anybody else see that? It looked like somebody. I just, it, it like somebody spray. All the rest of her body was smooth, but at like right under her neck, not necessarily her cleavage, but her neck looked like somebody had just dropped sweat there, and she wasn't sweating anywhere else. Yeah, I was like, I, I noticed mean, that. That looked horrible. She probably, she's probably the type of person that missed her tits. But it wasn't. Her, it wasn't that because that was smooth. It was literally like. You know, like where your necklace sits from your actual, like your actual top chest, like your collarbone and all of that. And I was just like. um, Is that a place where uh, some people have heavy sweat glands? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It just looked weird on camera. Yeah, I I didn't notice. I'll be honest. First of all, I think Mandy should have cut her hair into a bob. I did not like the haircut. (laughs) I don't think it Uh, looked bad, but I think a bob. I did notice that. How she had her hair last week was great. Like, what what happened to that? It just looked uh, lifeless during that little segment. It it look, it's yeah. the same, but it just looked lifeless. So it just looked real dull and bland. Maybe we we finna see how this hair versus hair match. I don't know. It, I thought maybe the winner, like you win by cutting somebody's hair. That's what I was thinking. Um, but I get why it would be the other way where the winner gets their head, I mean, the loser gets their head shaved. We shall see. Uh, we forgot to talk about uh, Drew and Randy. I am, I just want to say I'm looking forward to this match. 
<laughs> I feel like this match is going to be very interesting. And it's just going to be a good, like, wrestling match. The Claymore versus the RKO. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I agree. I think it's gonna be a good match. Um, I'm, I have faith in Drew, but Randy is still Randy, so I don't really know what fits I am, you know, falling towards. Um, but like you said, like that that Claymore is, you know, it's something serious, and I feel like he can get Randy Orton a good. It's gonna take more than one on Randy for sure, but he can get him right and get him at least twice, maybe, and it has to be probably like back to back. But Randy is also resilient, you know what I'm saying? So it's just it's a lot of factors. But it also would probably take a lot to RKO Drew. Like you gotta get him in a very vulnerable time and off guard because he's very ring aware. So it's just like ugh. I think it is. I think it's gonna be like the like is it the main event at SummerSlam? No, maybe not. What is what is the main event? We don't know. Um, his main, I think that's main event worthy. <laughs> Let me say that. Um, well, we also got Bray and Braun, so we that's don't probably know. the main event. I'm not gonna lie, that's probably the main event. Um, I don't know, I don't know. I think it's, I think the Braun and Bray probably gonna end up the main event just because I see it promoted more. You know what I'm saying? I see more about it than I do the Randy and Drew, but I do agree, like, and I'm gonna be very pissed. If this match is like a BS match, like I'm gonna be pissed if it's like a five, 10 minute match, RKO and Randy. Like, I no, because I think they both can do some damage on each other, like some serious damage, and be in that ring for a while. Cause even for them to be their height and their sizes, like they be like they can endure a lot. So mm, I'm very, uh, I'm on a fence on both of them, but I I totally agree with the it's 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 gonna it, sh- it should be a very good match to watch. I don't like what he did to Ric Flair though, because Ric Flair gave that heartfelt speech and then Randy just but that's cut Randy. That all short. That's I don't Randy. like that. I know I, I ain't like know, it either, but, but that's dang, all Randy. <laughs> that was Jesus, that was him being man. him at his fullest. That's terrible, man. I agree. Uh, Randy just killing legends left and right. He don't care how old, how senile, how fragile. Yeah, he's a legend killer. That's what he do. Um, shout out to the Lucha House Party for getting some shine. Like they, they've been on every episode of SmackDown for the last what three weeks, three four weeks. Shout out. Um, shout out to Biggie for uh. Doing it, going it alone, and actually winning Holding and doing down some shit. Day. I feels you. Holding down the new Hold day. It down. What tweet did he send out though? Because you remember he was like, "You wouldn't have did it because of that tweet," and they kept mentioning the tweet. What did Big E say? Um, was that what they was talking about? Where he riled up retribution or something? I yeah. don't know what the tweet said. I never looked it up. But the while while we looked that up, um. The last topic I had for tonight was Braun versus Bray uh, or The Fiend. Sorry. he uh, The Monster versus The Fiend. Well, yeah, The Monster versus The Fiend. How do y'all feel about this whole Alexa thing? Like, this Alexa story. I'm just... 
I get um, it. I do, but I do ultimately think this is about to do something to Alexa's character. Um, because it just it changed her demeanor on a little little note, and she ain't paying no Nikki no no attention now. Like she just like, girl, I'm good, but I ain't worried about you. Um, I wanna know why Brian uh tripping like he don't care. <laughs> and I was just like, oh snap, like, mm. So I don't know. I think some some type of shift is about to happen. Um, whether it's Alexa go more heel and turn against Nikki, whether she becomes like part of this Braun Wyatt situation or monster fiend situation. I think it would be dope if she did turn into Sister Abigail, but at the same time, I don't know. It's a lot I wonder about about that situation. Um, cause it's like they're teaspooning us stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like about like what's going on, like just little bit by little bit. And then you're like, okay, so w- what's really happening here? Like, and I don't think we're really going to know until SummerSlam what direction overall this is going to go. Because if Braun win, that's going to probably whirlwind into one thing. You got to think about it from this forth. Braun is about to be a monster. Like he's going to be heel on heel. Like Braun already low key heel. So he's just going to be super heel. And then, <laughs> With the Fiend win, like, do you think Alyssa's just going to turn into Sister Abigail and he's going to be like, his, you know, like the Fiend's little female minion type situation? Like, I don't know. I have all these ideas and I don't know how to unscramble them because I feel like we're just, like I said, it's just, you know, we're kind of teaspooning it or like crawling toward the conclusion or the ultimate reveal of this big change that's gonna happen but some type of change is happening that is a spoiler we just don't know we're we're seeing a little bit of it because now braun is officially like pissed you know <laughs> from the fiend but first of all shout out to that storyline because it hasn't been a storyline in a while that makes us wonder like yeah what like, the hell you know. it's a lot so good job with that I think WWE is allowing Bray Wyatt to have a little bit more control over his character. Um, Because honestly, that's the main story because SmackDown is the main show. If you're looking at the views, you know what I'm saying? So good twist on that. Um, Alexa, when she did the interview and they asked how was the interaction between the fiend? You would think that it was, she'll say something scary, but she was just looking like, I mean, it is what it is type thing. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, he, he ain't no being bad. I'm just like, wow. And her demeanor was kind of different. Even when, yeah, like, and I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, But I do feel that this storyline is so good that, I hope it doesn't bury somebody. So, like, what happens if Braun loses? Like him being lost in the tunnel. You know, I think it'll hurt Bray. I think it'll hurt Bray more than anything because he already did that bogus match with Seth Rollins with the hell in the cell thing. You know, everybody was, was booing because of the outcome. And then the Goldberg thing, and he bouncing back and building himself up. But, like, if he loses against Braun, it's like... Yo, like fiend. He can't like, be the fiend no more after that. 
Yeah, he gotta he gonna yeah, have to drop you know the fiend because the fiend has been defeated. Something gotta happen, like because it'll hurt Bray if he loses. I I can't see him. I can't see people taking yeah. this serious anymore. Like I don't know because some people still questioning the John Cena thing. You know what I'm saying? Like even though I understood what was going on, but like that's gonna be the main event. That and it's like yo, he can't lose. I think Alexa might help him. That's why I, said, I don't I know, she, but she he can't lose. Because I'm scared. I'm scared for his his creative. I, I'm scared for his momentum because he's building himself up. Like he already, you know. Okay, yeah, he lost with Bray, the 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 Fun House Bray, and then he lost with the Wyatt family Bray. And it's like, now you're the fiend. You're gradually got to this point. You can't lose. You just can't. What will it do to his momentum? Yeah. You know? I'm going to be rooting for Braun. I, I understand. And I get what she's saying. Because that is going to be, what do you do next? Because the whole reason they got to this point was so the fiend can win. And I do believe the fiend will win. Um, cause I don't know what'll happen if they don't, but I'm just going to be rooting for Braun. <laughs> just yeah, cause I want I'm, to. I'm rooting for Braun, but like, like, uh, just love said, like, I do feel like the, the fiend is going to win just because strictly off what you just said, Lady J, like, it's not going to make sense. But if the fiend wins, this is going to turn Braun into a whole new type of angry. He's already supposed to be like, you know, this new thing, like he's been a monster, but it's like. He has internalized that situation. And I think it's just going to make him like the ultimate heel for a while. Like he already is destructive. Now he, we finna see him just tell stuff. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's going to be pissed. He, you know, he lost. So I don't, I feel like that would be the, the, the way, the best way to do it is just go ahead and keep, you know, let the fiend somehow win. And I feel like it's going to be because of Alexa bliss. And I think I, I honestly think that they're going to make her sister Abigail. Like, and Braun is going to lose, and he's just going to go ballistic after he loses. And I think that that will be something good to see because I mean we all always like seeing Braun tear up stuff. I mean, it's Braun, and that even when even when Braun loses, his character is what keeps him from falling in the shadows. His whole him himself, like you, know what I'm saying the whole demeanor of who braun is because braun i lost but braun has always made it known he don't he don't care about that when you disrespect him is what he care about and that's where it's gonna tick him you know what i'm saying on this match so ultimately i am you know get these hands i'm i'm rooting for monster braun but i do feel like the fiend is ultimately gonna win and alexa bliss in some form of way is gonna have something to do with it and braun just gonna go ballistic after this match i just see him just kind of going crazy and we haven't seen braun have a shift in his character you know what i'm saying like in a long time braun has just been braun he's just been getting these hands from day one he's been the monster among men that's just what it is but now he is for real the monster and we're about to see what the monster is really, really the destruction that his ultimate destruction, basically, like what is he capable of? And that's what's going to bring it out. This fail to defeat the fiend. And I don't think that this is going to be over at this match. I think they're going to fight and the fiend is going to win and they're going to end up having a rematch. Like, I think that's what's going to happen. 
because it's going to make Braun so angry. And what 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 is after SummerSlam? What is the next pay per view? Because that's that's the pay per view that um Sasha and Bailey uh, got to defend the tag payback? team, right? Or that pay per view payback. I think so. I don't know. Um, I think it's payback. Um, but. That's a fairly new one or an old one that's coming back because they didn't have payback last year. Anything else uh, before we sign out for the time? One thing I wanted to say was shout out to Biggie, shout out to the New Day. I haven't said this before, but I've noticed it. I peeped it, but I don't know if y'all see, but they have on their head on their armbands every week uh, somebody that has been. Um, the Black uh, Lives Matter, one of the people from police brutality. Yeah, yeah I think that's well, real. Not, dope. It's not just it's not just police brutality. It's just somebody that has uh, dealt with injustice. Let's yeah, I think um, it's dope. Yeah, we said it we before. It. I think we said it maybe um, two shows ago. Yeah. Well, I digress. I it's okay. My memory <laughs> again. My memory is trash. Uh, but. <laughs> Shout out to them. Um, I wonder when Big E gonna start putting uh, Kofi and Xavier on his outfit. He's just he still could just got Xavier, but no, but I see he had on an outfit the other day and it had Kofi on one side and Xavier on the other. Was that last? Uh, the one, the one he the fighting outfit he wore Friday just had Xavier. The one before the Friday before had both. It had uh, Kofi on one side and it had Xavier on the other. It did have both on Friday. One of them was just oh, in the back. One of no. them was in the front. I, uh, you got to put both in the front. Can't nobody see the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he don't wear much clothes in the back. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he back. don't wear much clothes um, altogether. So. <laughs> and I looked up the uh, tweet that Big E did. The tweet said, rancid, period. Reminiscent of a six-month-old gallon of milk sitting at the bottom of a food lion dumpster in the middle of summer, period. Remove retribution from my brand, period. Please and thank you. And then the gift was an old man that's saying stinky, and he was um, (laughs) waving his nose, waving his hand in front of his nose. Well, I mean, he said what he said. (laughs) He said it, and he meant it, and that's just what it was. All right, y'all. We run a little long and it's getting a little late. I tired. So I was tired, Y'all got anything <laughs> else y'all want to talk about or want to say to the peoples? No. Yeah, well, I, I thank think y'all. Thank everybody for watching. Uh, watching. Ha ha. Thank everybody for listening to Women Watch Wrestling. Uh, we really appreciate y'all. This is amazing. We actually begin downloads and stuff. Look at us. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram. That's Women Watch Wrestling Three. Uh, one more time. That's Women Watch Wrestling Three. Women Watch Wrestling Three. And you can follow us on Twitter at W Three Podcast. That's W Three Podcast. One more time. It's W Three Podcast. All right, y'all. And we are out.